And just like that, we're live. Hey, everyone. <laughs> hey, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher podcast, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small, medium-sized businesses. And today, I'm joined by Yat Long. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. I know. And you know what? I was, I was worried. So cool. I was worried you were going to be nervous, but then just before we went on, you were, you told me that you're actually a television star. You want to tell everyone about your experience on TV? Yeah, this isn't my first um, round here. Like I've I've actually been on TV many times, so tell that's like that. a that's like a past secret that no one really knows because that's one of our topics today, right? Is true past secrets. So yeah, I've been on uh, TV in the Maritimes. God knows how many times, like countless. Um, and really, no one recognized because it was a commercial for a casino in New Brunswick. Yeah. And I was always an extra. Like, I would be in the background doing the little jig for, um, what was their campaign? It was the Taste of Vegas. So they're opening their big buffet. Yeah. And I'm in the background doing my little jig, dancing away, or... Um, I'm on the gaming floor pretending to play a slot machine and you'd only see the back of my head. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm like, you know, those are real gigs. Those are real acting gigs. So I've been a, an extra. Was it, uh, and, was it a, were you a paid on the union acting scale or? Was I paid on union acting scale? I think it was part of my job description. Okay. When they I worked at the casino there. that, you know, 10% of my time would be filming commercials for the amazing marketing team there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's hi, great. everyone. My, all my old coworkers from Casino New Brunswick. I do miss you guys dearly. So, yeah. It, just well, reminiscing. Like, I love it. It was so much fun. That's awesome. Um, and, uh, yeah, of course, you were good enough to promote the, today's thing amongst all your friends. So hopefully we'll see some of them in the comments as we move along. Uh, as people start to join us and uh, we're unrolling, I wanted to bring up something because I, I put in the description that there was going to be something special for FedEx FedEx route operators. And, of course, I have to quickly say FedEx route operators or else we'll hear from all of our our friends down south who criticize the way I pronounce that word. But I was approached by a corporate research firm who wants to meet and talk with FedEx route operators uh, about their experience during the pandemic. And, and they said, look, if you can help us connect with these people, we're willing to pay $100 for an hour of their time. So if you watching today or in the replay know someone or if you are a FedEx route operator, um, send us an email. Hey, I'm, I'm going to put the email address up on the screen. Send us an email to generalboxinfo at alpatlantic.com and we'll connect you with those researchers and uh, you'll earn hundred bucks and help them with, uh, with their project. So it, little, look, easy money, easy money. What a, what a great theme for, for today. Um, speaking of, of wins, um, I should update people on my weight loss goals because the last time I was live, I told everyone that I had lost nine or 11 pounds, I think. And this morning when I woke up, I'm always trying to weigh myself at the same time every day. Um, I saw 225. Now it was 225.9, but it's still 225. And when I started, I was at 241. That was on Boxing Day. And I had set a, a short-term goal for myself just to get down to 225. I thought if I can lose 10 or 15 pounds, I'll be set. Here's what, here's what I've learned is that 
no, that's not true at all. I, I look in the mirror, there's still another 15 or 20 to go. And, um, and, but I'm happy with the progress and, uh, and things are going well. And, and, you know, you had told me because your husband has had some weight loss too. And I was thinking about uh, what you told me about how much he lost and how long it took. And I'm realizing that I'm approximating the same, you know, pounds per week kind of thing that he was doing. Well, my husband, I mean, he's been trying to lose weight over a span of six, seven years, and that's the healthy way to go, right? It wasn't like a drastic overnight thing. Like he has definitely been trying to watch what he eats and exercise more and join the gym and, you know, all those things. And that's a life, like a healthy lifestyle that I often tell all my friends and family, that's the way to go, right? So yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you're on this track too. But I always say, you know, the best way to lose weight is to have kids because they get you running around and you're lifting them. And like when they're having their temper tantrums, like that feeling, you know, just really gets you going and you're just sweating. Right. So that's yeah. how over, you know, the pandemic, like, you know, I spent a lot of time with my kid, especially, you know, uh, parents who are teaching remotely, like their kids at home, they understand too, is like you're moving around so much more than just sitting at your desk all day. So yeah, I've lost some weight. I've, I've lost about eight, eight, 10 pounds. Oh, wow. And and how old is, uh, how old is Fiona now? She's going to be four. My daughter's going to be four um, in June. Oh, yeah, cool. So she's very active. She's very, very active and that's healthy. And so, and so for, for, all of you watching, yes, Yat Long has just joined the team, but I did promise when I set up this broadcast that we were going to be talking about past secrets. And so look, I, I went into the darkest, deepest part of my computer. Hey, first of all, first of all, maybe some people don't know is I've, I've known David for more than a decade. Yes. So you're going to bring up how, how I've known you for this long. Yeah, uh, and, and when, I, when I went into the darkest, deepest part of my computer's memory, I found this. Let me let me show you everybody here. This is <laughs> this is a promotional photo from Sunbelt Business Brokers here in Moncton, circa 2010. Maybe you know this what? is this, this is um, this is. We uh, look like news reporters. I know. Well, I, when I saw the photo, I actually made fun of it. I was like, "Action News at 10," you know, like like this team of reporters. And then I would ask, you know, who was going to be the meteorologist and who was going to be the sports reporter. But, but this is what we looked like 10 years ago. Um, and, and again, this is photographic evidence. And now I've got a corroborating witness to actually, you know, prove that yes, it's true. David did have a business brokerage office, you know, 10 years ago, and there were other people that worked there. And uh, like, let's, let's look at this picture on the, on the leftmost side is Felipe. And, um, and, he, after after we closed, he took over the office for a while, and then he ended up going to uh, to Connecticut to pursue a business opportunity there. And then the two fellows on the right hand side, there's Malcolm and Johnny. And after Sunbelt, they ended up working for the Royal Bank, and uh, and they're both still with the Royal Bank. And um, and you went to the casino, and I went to the casino. And look at that! I, I think I look. I look. I, I've shared before on other live casts how. I have you look so young in that photo. I've shared how I have always struggled with my own perception that people would think that I was too young 
to know what I was doing. And now mm -hmm. everybody understand why. This is what I looked like when I when I owned that office. I and I, I couldn't grow the beard then that I have today. Um, really? Yeah. Like when if I let my facial hair grow, I would have bald spots on the side of my face. Like it was it's only in the last little while that I've actually, you know, become a man. So <laughs> you become a man. Oh no. <laughs> but you know, look at I mean, yeah. So so there you go, guys. This is what it looks like. And you wanted you saw this picture and you wanted to ask me something about about the glasses, I think, eh? Yeah, you don't wear glasses anymore. Oh did you have did you have laser eye surgery or something? Like no that's what I, I noticed. I didn't have laser eye surgery. What what happened is kind of funny because I ended up I never needed any help with my eyes. And so I didn't go to the optometrist that often. I was probably going every few years, you know, how they recommend a regular checkup. And around this time is when my kids were very young, about Fiona's age. And I was noticing that I was having trouble driving at night. And mm -hmm. so I was like having trouble focusing. And, you know, so I went to the optometrist. I explained when it's dark out and the headlights are on, I'm having trouble focusing, seeing, et cetera. And the optometrist put me through, you know, the, the big machine with the circles that spin and everything and gave me a very, very, very mild prescription and said that I should use them at night when I'm driving. And so I just left them in the car most of the time. But I wore them on this day because I thought they made me look older. So so I had them on for the picture. Yeah. But um, a couple of years later, I went to another optometrist at, who checked my eyes again. And I explained that I had this these glasses. And mm. the second optometrist said that he didn't believe that I needed the prescription. What he thought the problem was is that my eyes were getting dry at the end of the day. And so I went to the pharmacy and I bought a little bottle of this like eye lubrication drops. And um, I keep those in the car now. And and that it's taken care of it. So I, I've, I've never felt, you know, that I needed to go and, and get glasses again. And I still go every couple of years to get my eyes checked, of course. But yeah, I, so I, I it was, they were in my car for a couple of years. And now there's eye drops. So that's the story of the glasses. It's not that big a, not that big a story, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's amazing how much your body can change through, like maybe you did need glasses, and maybe just over time your eyesight improved. Because what's really weird is is that after I had my daughter. Um, I found I was getting headaches and I, I couldn't understand why. And so when I had my eyes checked, they're like, your, your eyes are better. Like your eyesight improved a lot. Your glasses are too strong for you, which is why, um, wow. you're, you're getting headaches. So, um, you know, I, I just got a new set of glasses and, um, I also think it's because I wasn't sitting in front of a computer all day while I was on maternity leave. Like I was, you know, going out, doing things. And I was with my daughter all the time and she was a baby. So like my eyes were just moving around a lot more or it could be that, um, you know, it's just DNA when she was inside of me, maybe DNA that she had just changed the way that my eyes were. So, you know, it's something to explore. Like I actually thought it was kind of interesting because apparently a, lo a lot of women have the same thing as as me, where their eyesight just improves because of the hormones while they were pregnant. 
Well, you know, I first had an experience with with a woman who I knew back in my Yellow Page days. I used to spend summers basically living in a hotel in Fredericton. And there was a, a woman who worked at the front desk and she had been in a fire and her eyebrows basically wouldn't grow anymore. They had been burned off or whatever in the fire. And yeah. so she would she would draw them on with uh, with a pencil. And and everyone, if you're enjoying the video, please hit thumbs up. It, it really does help help us a lot. Someone just clicked thumbs up and, and thank you very much. Thank you. But uh, this woman got pregnant and had a baby and her eyebrows came back. So obviously the changes in her body through the pregnancy led to, you know, some kind of sort of regeneration of, of different things. And I'm sure if we typed it into Google, we'd probably learn all kinds of stuff that this is a real thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's a real, I think it's a real thing. But you know what? I think we, we should get, we should move on to the, to the big thing for today, because this is where I wanted to ask for everyone's help in the audience Absolutely. Because Yat Long, you know, has a very serious job and she's got very serious goals for the coming year. And one of the one of the big goals is actually to find podcasts about business and about small business and about personal wealth and, and other things where somehow my topical elements could fit in for the audience that's watching there. Three years ago, when I was, you know, growing this business. At, you know, just kind of starting off, I had more free time. I used to spend time every week looking for podcasts, sending emails, trying to convince hosts that they should invite me on the podcast. And it was important for me to build the audience and grow the YouTube channel to where it is today. And in the last couple of years, I've been so busy working with clients and doing client deliverables that I, I just haven't been spending time doing it. And I can really see it because I, I track on a spreadsheet the different podcasts I appear on. It's been going down. And so one of the big roles that Yat Long has is, as far as business development, is finding podcasts that I should be a guest on. And so we wanted to ask everyone in the audience, number one, if you have a podcast and you want to have me as a guest, like put a comment down below because yeah. Yat Long will reach out to you. And number two, put in the comments some of your favorite podcasts because that will create a, a list that Yat Long can start working from. To, to do her outreach to try and grow the audience. One of the most common comments that appears on YouTube videos all across my channel is people say, how can this stuff be so great and have so few views? And the, one of the, the way that YouTube works is basically in the first day that a new video is on, if people are watching it and liking it and sharing it, then it says, okay, this is a good video and it starts to show it to more people. And if it really thinks it's a good video, it'll show it to completely new people. And this is how the audience starts to grow. And the other way that the audience grows is that people hear me in some other place and go look for me on YouTube and click subscribe. And so while the channel is growing organically, we can really kickstart and expand the audience by having me go and talk to people who've never heard of me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is what we're, we're asking for everybody today is just take the time to make a comment and let us know what podcasts and YouTube channels you guys like to watch that might fit in with, uh, you know, buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses. Yeah. You know what, Dave? You know what I was thinking? I was thinking maybe we can make it a little bit more fun. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up. So if we get a lot of people telling us, hey, I listen to this podcast, I, I would think that, 
you know, David would be awesome to be a guest on. Um, if I actually book you and it's, you know, the one that someone recommended, maybe we could do something like, okay, um, if that happens, we can get you like a box of chocolate or some roses for Valentine's Day. You know what we should do is because something fun, like a little, little like incentive. You know what we could do is is because we are in the Maritimes here, and New Brunswick is the second largest producer of maple syrup in the world. If anyone wanted to know that, um, how about this? Why don't we make it a contest? And, we should make it a contest. Absolutely. For all the successful bookings we get from suggestions in here, we'll do a draw and we'll send out a delicious maple treat. Uh, gift assortment. Uh, yes. I know a guy that owns the maple place across the river there. And, you know, for people that like delicious, sweet maple stuff, believe me, he'll, he'll make you happy. Okay. So we're doing it. This yeah. is going to be a little contest. A contest. And you know, it's an incentive. So if you listen to a podcast and you want David to be a guest, reach out to that podcast too, like the host and say, Hey, there's this guy, his name is David Barnett. Love to hear him or see him on your on your show. Well, so that's like another little boost, a little incentive. You know what? All great ideas. And look at this because what's happened is I've, I've increased the brain power here by a hundred percent and yeah. look at the ideas that are flowing. So it's, it's working out really well. Like my camera's covering the button I need to push. So um, yeah. So you can reach you out long at info at alpatlantic.com or leave a comment down below. She'll be looking at the comments and we'll put our list together and hit the thumbs up. And we'll wish you guys all a, a great day and, and have a great weekend. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.